Joe Barry says that the only stat that is important is the final score. Well, this is two weeks in a row where that stat shows that your defense is failing. One week after making Tommy DeVito and the Giants look good, the Packers defense makes Baker Mayfield look like an MVP candidate by allowing him a perfect quarterback rating and they just get steamrolled by the Buccaneers offense in a game they needed to win. Welcome or welcome back to the Packer Mentality Podcast, where I try to keep you up to date and shed a little light on what is happening on and off the field with the Packers. Your active participation is vital in transforming this channel into something truly special. Take a moment to subscribe, drop your comments, and connect with me on social media at Packer Mentality. Remember, you can locate this podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms. Packers got torched today by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 34-20 in an embarrassing defensive performance. It was a fairly complete failure on defense. Against the run, especially in second and long situations, they allowed big gains on the ground. The Buccaneers were able to get the yards they needed when it counted and would have finished the day with over 100 yards rushing if not for a couple of kneel downs at the end of the game. Their main running back, Rashad White, 21 carries for 89 yards, and he added two catches for 50 yards and a touchdown. But the real problem for the Packers was the pass defense. This game was just a, ma just a massive failure against the pass. Baker Mayfield, I already talked about him, 22 of 28 for 381 yards and four touchdowns, a 158.3 rating. You cannot get any higher than that. Mike Evans, four catches for 57 yards and touchdown. Chris Godwin, 10 catches for 155 yards. And they couldn't find him in the first half if he had been dragging along a neon sign. He had over 100 yards in the first half. Now, the only bright spot on this defense today was the defensive line or the pass rushers. Uh, Kenny Clark had a couple sacks. Luke and Lucas Van Ness had a couple had a sack. I think they had five sacks total. So at least at times they were able to get to make Baker Mayfield. But other than that, it was bad. Linebackers out of position and not making plays. Coverage in the secondary was just a disaster. And when there wasn't definite confusion it just looked like they had telegraphed what they were doing to the buccaneers and confusion was definitely evident on the buccaneers final snap or final touchdown uh, where guys were talking and trying to get things figured out all the way up to the snap and it was clear they didn't have things figured out because David Moore, who had a cup of coffee with the Packers as a punt returner, and he's kind of a fringe role player with the Buccaneers, he takes a pass, 52 yards for a touchdown, really embarrassed a couple guys on that play. I wish I could say 
that I don't know how they've been able to get to this point in the season and not been torched. I do know, and I've been saying it all season, this team has been extremely fortunate. They've been facing bad offenses, bad quarterbacks, such as the Bears, Falcons, Saints, Raiders, Rams, Steelers, and Giants. All of them had bad offenses or bad quarterbacks. Or they faced good offenses and good quarterbacks that, at the time the Packers faced them, they were having problems. The Chiefs definitely had were having some issues. Chargers have a good quarterback. And the Lions, at least for one game, they caught Jared Goff, and he had a bad night. This week, they faced an okay quarterback in an average offense with a couple good weapons, but nothing truly special. And they got absolutely torched. They forced one turnover and just one punt all night. And after that punt, they made zero stops. They allowed a field goal and three touchdowns on four drives. No stops at all for any reason in the second half other than the final whistle. You can't put your young offense that is injury-ravaged in this position where they have to score more than 34 points. Just It's going to be a losing proposition. Speaking of the Packers offense, they're still having some ups and downs, and they had them today. They had drives getting stalled because of dumb penalties, uh, like a delay a game, and some obvious mistakes and wrong routes by the receivers, two receivers in basically the same place, and neither one of them saw the ball. But They had some guys really show up today, and if you're a Packers fan, you should should have given you some hope and a glimpse of how exciting a future they could have. Great today. Dontavian Wicks, six catches, 97 yards, huge catches, making great plays with the ball in his hands, getting open, and when he has the ball in his hands, He's just difficult to bring down. I love his game. I love what he's doing. And I just hope he stays healthy and he continues to improve because Packers may have found something with him. Jaden Reed, continuing a great season on his way to breaking Sterling Sharp's reception record. I believe he's one catch away right now. He had four catches for 52 yards and a big touchdown. Tucker Craft forced into the starting lineup because of the injury for from what injury to Luke Musgrave. Another big day. Four catches for 57 yards and a touchdown. He is really he was really good with the ball in his hands. Uh, needs to maybe rethink trying to hurdle everybody, but other than that, great day from him. Love what he's doing. Malik Heath had a big catch and finished with three catches for 29 yards. Aaron Jones, it's great to see him back on the field. And at the start of the game, looked like he had, was going to have a special day. Had a very nice first drive. Had something like seven catches for 48 yards. But in true Matt LaFleur fashion, he barely touched the ball for the rest of the game. And this is one of the big complaints I have with Matt LaFleur and Aaron Jones. You can go back over the last year. 
And it's really frustrating how Matt LaFleur doesn't use Aaron Jones. But imagine and imagine a healthy offense with Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, Christian Watson, Jaden Reed, Dontavian Wicks, Romeo Dobbs, Luke Musgrave, and Tucker Craft, having them all healthy and available. We got to see bits and pieces of it today. And then on the biggest play of the game, fourth down and long with the game on the line, Packers head on the field, Patrick Taylor at running back, Bo Melton, Malik Heath, and Romeo Dobbs at wide receiver, and Tucker Craft at tight end. Where was Aaron Jones? Where are Jaden Reed and Dontavian Wicks? I don't understand why those three who are basically your three best playmakers that are available for you are not on the field at a critical moment. But it turned out to not matter at all because the protection failed and Jordan Love got sacked. So let's talk let's talk quickly about Jordan Love. And he was really good today. Not perfect. Again, at the start of the game, his mechanics were bad. He had poor footwork, again, leading to some inaccurate throws. But this is a coachable and a correctable mechanic error, or at least it should be. This should get better. Uh, he did fumble on their last offensive play, but it was fourth down. He was a, getting sacked, and he's trying to make a play. It was going to be a turnover on downs anyway, so the fumble didn't really matter. Considering what Love has been working with and what he had today, his numbers and the results are good. And he's getting his young receivers the ball in position to make plays and improve. Today, 29 to 39 for 284 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, and a 111.5 rating. That is really good. And even with, you know, a few of his mistakes, I'm still really happy with what I'm seeing from him. I was already on record saying I have no faith in the Packers defense, so I don't think we should talk about any playoff chances for the next couple of weeks. Packers are now 6-8 and eight with three games left to play, starting with a trip to Carolina to face the Panthers, who are coming off a rare win for them over the Falcons. We'll focus on that game, and we'll do that in a few days. Your thoughts and comments are crucial to the conversation and the life of this podcast, so be sure to drop them in the comments section. Subscribe and connect with me on social media. Stay tuned for my Panthers game preview episode in a few days. But until then, have a great week, and go Pack Go!